presence of God is in this place. In fact, you brought him with you. He's in your heart. He's with you wherever you go. Welcome to church this morning. It's great to be here together this morning. I noticed that Tim mentioned nothing about the football. He gave no sports report this morning. As a Bulldog supporter, there was nothing mentioned. I guess there's nothing really newsworthy to say of the Bulldogs at the start of this season, but uh, we'll just be humble about the teams that are going well and winning uh, week in, week out, teams like the Newcastle Knights, and we'll just, we'll just remain humble about those as well. Ah, I love football season. Gee, it's been crazy wet weather, hasn't it? It's been crazy these last couple of days, and obviously uh, today and the next few days are going to be interesting to see how things play out, but... Um, you know what, I just wanted to take a moment this morning and just, just invite you to our Easter services and really even beyond just this room to be thinking about who you can invite. You know, you'll see on your, the front of your seat there's these uh, invitation cards here with the details about the Easter services. These actually aren't for you. They're for a friend, they're for a family member, they're to invite someone along to these services. So I really want to encourage you, Easter is such a special time of year. Last year we did Easter in our lounge room at home. We couldn't meet, we weren't allowed to meet and have services like we would usually do. And so I am really believing this year it's going to be extra special to be able to really gather around our resurrected King, Jesus Christ, and really worship Him together at Easter. I really want to encourage you and invite you to come and be part of that. Is that good? Awesome. Well, we've been talking this year about the theme, Stronger, and the vision of the year is Stronger. In fact, the scripture that we have as our key scripture this year is a scripture out of Job 17 verse 9, and it says this, The righteous keep moving forward, and those with clean hands become stronger and stronger. And those with clean hands become stronger and stronger. And stronger. And that's what we're believing over every life this year, that you would see the strength of God in your weakness, that God's strength would be available to you. In your frailty, that you would see the power of God working in your life, in your family, in your business, in your areas of influence, when you reach out towards to, to share the gospel with people, that you would see the strength of God, that we would be stronger in every sense of the word. And it's not our strength but it's actually the strength and the power of God working through us. And so today I want to talk about having a strong heart. Who's got a strong heart? A strong heart. You know, in the Bible, when it's talking about the heart, it's talking about the spirit. It's used interchangeably and it's talking about us having not just an external heart that's, that's strong, a physical heart that's strong, but having an internal spirit man that is strong, built up in God, that our heart remains strong. And in fact, in this scripture, when we look at it, it says, the righteous keep moving forward and those with clean hands become stronger and stronger. You know what it's talking about clean hands in this passage? It's actually talking about having a clean heart. That's actually what it's referring to. When you actually look at it, it says clean hands here are designed to denote a pure and holy life. Among the ancients, they were regarded as indicative of purity of heart. Clean hands are speaking about a clean and strong heart in God. So we're talking this year about being stronger and stronger. It really starts internally. It starts in us. And if you want to have a strong year, you need to have a strong heart. 
Everything that you do in your natural body flows out of the strength of your heart and being able to function because of a strong heart. It's the same with our spiritual lives. If we want to be strong, if we want to be strong in God, then we need to make sure that we keep our heart strong. I love in Proverbs 25 verse 28, it says this, Whoever has no rule over his own spirit or heart is like a city broken down without walls. And we talk about this like a city that's broken down without walls. We see that many times in Scripture, particularly in the Old Testament where this is talking about, if you had a city that's broken down, then it's able to be attacked by the enemy. It's able to be infiltrated by the enemy. There is no defense system there to be able to keep out the enemy. It's the same with our heart. If we allow our defenses to drop and to weaken, we allow the walls of our heart to come down in such a way that we allow some of the evil things around us to get in, it's going to cause us damage. And it's going to cause the people around us damage. You know, the Bible is so clear that our heart and our spirit is interchangeable. Love it says here in Proverbs 16:32, "He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules in spirit is better than he who takes a city." I think there's a principle here that we need to be able to rule our spirit. You know, seasons and situations happen to us where we can be challenged at times, where it can cause us to be frustrated, angry, annoyed about things, and it can really cause us to allow ourselves to to speak and to act out of a way that at times cannot be God-honoring. And I think for all of us, we have a challenge to be able to really, really rule our heart, to keep our heart healthy and to keep our heart strong. Do you know the great um, thoroughbred racehorse Farlap? had an unusually large heart. In fact, it was one and a half times the weight of the average thoroughbred racehorse. It weighed 6.35 kilograms, just Farlap's heart. And they talk about it and they say that other successful racehorses have been found to have the abnormality of having large hearts as well. And so they call it the X factor. And there's a line of, of racehorses that have a huge heart and it's actually called the X Factor because it gives them the ability to be able to race uh, at a level that other, other racehorses can't run at. And I think about all of us that the X Factor in our lives is our heart. The X Factor in our life is the theme of our heart because it tells the story of our life. When we allow God's Word, when we allow the promises of God to get into our heart, when we allow the reminder that God loves us and cares for us, we remind ourselves of all that God has for us and the purposes of God. When we stir it up, we are reminded of all the things that God has spoken over us, who God has called us to be, and we live from a place of purity of heart. See, many things can get in there and start to try and take away strength in our heart. But I want to encourage you this morning. The key to having a strong life is to have a strong heart, to have a strong spirit, to remain strong in spirit. Proverbs 4 verse 23 says this, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. See, there are a lot of poisons in life that you can drink that can weaken your heart. Offense, unforgiveness, comparison, jealousy, anger, insecurity, rage. All of these things can get on the inside of us at times. And the truth is none of us are immune to that. There's things that happen in life that can cause our heart 
to really be affected. But when we understand that it's really like a poison that we would drink, we wouldn't, we wouldn't drink poison in our natural bodies. But sometimes we do that in our spiritual lives. We drink the poison of some of these things, unforgiveness and hurt and bitterness and, and things that can kind, of, can kind of get in. But I want to encourage you this morning, let's be the kind of people that are unoffendable. Let's be the kind of people that are putting that guard up in our heart. The kind of people that are saying, you know what, I'm going to protect and guard my spirit. I am going to rule my spirit. I'm not going to allow the walls to be broken down. Even in a world where there's chaos all around me, in a world that wants to, in so many ways, war against what's going on in my spirit and what God wants for my life, I'm going to say, you know what, no, I'm going to guard my heart. Because if I have a strong heart, I'm going to have a strong life. It's the X factor in your life. And the best thing that you can bring to this church is a strong heart. You know, we bring our gifts and our talents and our abilities. And there's a lot of things that we bring to church. But the best thing that you can bring is a good spirit, is a strong heart. And when you bring that, all of your actions will flow out of that place. Everything you do will come outside of that. So three signs of a strong heart this morning. The first one's this. Number one, I'm going to take you to the doctors this morning. The first one is a strong blood pressure. A strong blood pressure. You don't want your blood pressure to be too high and you don't want your blood pressure to be too low. And what I'm talking about this morning is your spiritual heart. I'm talking about God's peace. God's peace that helps you understand that in every situation, God reigns. God is in control. God is in charge. God's taking care of the details. And sometimes we get so caught up with what's happening and we get ourselves stressed out. We get our spiritual blood pressure racing. And uh, have you ever been like that before where you're, it's just pumping and it's racing? And anybody here this morning that has suffered with high blood pressure, you know that you need to do something to fix it. And one of the things that you can do to fix it is to go to the Word of God again and remind yourself that God is in charge, that He is the foundation of your life, that He's taking care of every single detail. And I think we can get ourselves worked up. You know, the other thing we can do is we can have a really low blood pressure where there's not much passion there, where there's not much pump there in our life. We can find ourselves in situations in our spiritual life where we almost need someone to wake us up. And say, hey, come on, God's got more for you. Hey, come on, there's the Word of God that's speaking over you. Hey, come on, don't just relent and lay back and be comfortable. Stir up your passion. Stir up that sense of revival on the inside. Stir up your hunger for God. God has more for you. And I think this has been a real shaking time in our world right now. When we think about COVID and everything that's been happening, it's been a shaking time for Christians. What is going to be a priority right now? What is going to be important on the other side of this? What are your convictions? What are the things that are strong? Your blood pressure. It's important. See, some ways to maintain a healthy blood pressure, let me give them to you this morning. You lose excess weight. You exercise regularly. You eat a healthy diet. You limit alcohol and you quit smoking. You reduce uh, stress. You monitor your blood pressure and you get support. If you think about those things in the spiritual sense, maybe there's some things that you need to allow to, that, to come off your life. 
some weights that are holding on your life, some offenses, some unforgiveness that you need to lose that weight. Maybe you need to start to exercise your faith, serve God in an area. Think about others. Think about how you can serve and contribute to others. That's exercising your faith. You think about eating healthy. There's the Word of God, the promises of God, getting people around you. They're going to speak the promises of God into you. That is eating healthy. You think about limiting alcohol and quitting smoking. What's some of the things that you're allowing to go into your mind? Some of the things you're meditating on that are affecting your blood pressure that you need to say, you know what, I need to cut those things out. Reducing stress. Some of the things we get ourselves so worked up about, we need to remind ourselves of God, that He's in charge, that He's the Prince of Peace, that He's in charge of every area of our life. What about monitoring your blood pressure to make sure that you have good patterns and rhythms in your life to make sure that your faith life, your spiritual life is strong. And I love what it says there, to get support. And really, I think that's the beauty of the church. That's the beauty of the body of Christ, that we have this sense of support and strength together. We are not just going it alone. We are the community of God. We are the household of faith. We are the family of God. See, godliness, it says in Proverbs 13, says godliness guards the path of the blameless, but the evil are misled by sin. See, I think there's so many things, comparison, peer pressure, insecurity, these things can really rule our hearts. They can get on the inside of us and start to, to steal away our identity, who God has called us to be. They can start to affect our confidence, and then ultimately they start to affect our purpose. I read this the other day that a um, a 104-year-old lady was asked the question, what's the best thing about being 104 years old? And she said, no peer pressure. (laughs) And I thought to myself, imagine if we could get that truth at whatever age you and I are right now, to say, you know what, we don't need to live with peer pressure. We don't need to live with comparison. We don't need to live with all these things that insecurities and things that go, they basically go into our heart and they poison us. They poison our future. They poison what God has for each and every one of us. Proverbs 21.2 says, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. How's your heart this morning? See, feelings, they're great followers, but they're not great leaders. And I think sometimes we can allow ourselves to be led towards how we feel here, led towards how we feel there. And if we allow our heart just to be led by our feelings, there's going to be a lot of murders. <laughs> if we allow our heart just to be led by our feelings, we're going to find ourselves in situations where we, we do the wrong thing by people, where we let people down, where we, we let ourselves down, where we let our future down. I want to encourage you this morning to say, you know what, I'm going to make sure that my heart is guarded. I'm going to make sure that I don't allow the walls to be fallen down, that I'm going to rule my spirit. You have a choice how you respond. You don't always have a choice what happens to you, but you always have a choice how you respond, how you respond to that, how you allow your life to outwork after those events take place. So we've got to find his peace in all seasons. You know, one of the the great stories over the last couple of months has been the pink flannel flowers that have been appearing in the Blue Mountains. How many times have you seen that on your Facebook feed? So many people are excited about these things. And they only appear after the devastation of bushfires. In fact, 
without a bushfire, without the smoke that helps them germinate and, 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 and be created, they would not form. It's actually the pressure of the bushfire that actually produces something beautiful like that. And I want to remind us this morning that actually some of the tests that we go through produce some of the greatest testimonies. Some of the pressures that we face remind us of God's peace. And I think for all of us, we need to be reminded constantly that even sometimes when things aren't working out like we planned, God can still bring something beautiful out of the ashes. God can still bring new life. God's purpose blooms even through the tough seasons. And some of us this morning, you may be facing a tough season right now. You may be facing some challenges in your life. Can I remind you this morning to, to, to look at God, to find His peace in the midst, to look at His promises that are spoken over you, to be reminded again that God is with you. His peace, which passes all understanding, transcends all understanding, is available to you. And His peace is not the absence of challenges. But his peace is a constant reminder that he is taking care of your spiritual blood pressure. He's making sure that everything's taken care of. And it may feel stressful and painful at times, but don't forget that he is there. I love what it says in Proverbs, uh, Psalm, sorry, Psalms 29, 11. It says, the Lord gives his people strength. The Lord blesses them with peace. And that's the truth. Number two this morning a strong heartbeat. It says, guard your heart above all else. In other words, your heartbeat is a priority. Anybody else agree with that? Your physical heartbeat is a priority. If your heart stops beating, there is trouble to come. And I think it's the same in our spiritual lives. It talks about the rhythm of our life. It talks about our spiritual rhythms, our prayer life, our Bible reading life, our being at church, being with a family of God, contributing. There's a beat that comes to that. There's a rhythm that comes to that. We can find our spiritual lives on life support when we start to allow a lot of those disciplines to fall out of our life. But our spiritual life has a heartbeat. It has a consistency about it. And I want to ask you this morning, what areas of your life do you need to form some consistency in again? Maybe some things that have dropped off. It's really easy to allow some of these disciplines like our devotional life to really drop off. But I want to encourage you this morning to say, you know what? I want to get this, this heartbeat going strong. You know, when you have a baby, you go and you go to the doctor at about the eight-week mark to get a scan of the heartbeat and to be able to hear that heartbeat. And what that really is, is it's a sign of life. It's a sign that there is a healthy baby that, is, that has been produced and that is growing. And I think for all of us, we need to not forget the heartbeat of our spiritual lives. It's really easy to be distracted in this world and think about all the things that are going on around us. But what's going on on the inside of you? How is your spiritual heartbeat? What's the consistent thoughts in your mind? You know, it says in Scripture, for as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. What are those consistent thoughts that are beating in your mind, on the inside? Are they speaking positive words over you? Or are they speaking negative words over you? What's the consistency and the rhythms of your life? Make God's priorities your priorities. And when you do that, you'll find that you'll be getting the heartbeat of God. See, 2 Chronicles 16 verse 9 says, The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those 
whose hearts are fully committed to Him. See, God wants to strengthen. He wants to build your life. We need to make the decision on what we are going to focus on, though. What are the rhythms of our life going to be? And number three this morning, strong breathing. So we've talked about strong blood pressure. We've talked about a strong heartbeat. And now if you want to have a strong heart, you need to have strong breathing. It's a simple sign that things aren't going well with your heart when you're struggling with your breath. That's physically in your bodies. But it's the same when it comes to our spiritual life. If you don't have the breath of the Holy Spirit working in and through your life, allowing Him to guide and lead you, the Bible talks about being in step with the Spirit, being in sync with the Spirit, to actually be understanding that we need to be still and know that He is God, to allow Him to give our lives breath, that His presence is with us. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. You are with me. His presence is with you in every season, in every challenge. God is there to give you breath even when you feel exhausted. I remember a few years ago when I was in high school, I was playing a a weekend game of football. And uh, as we were playing, I was really losing my breath and I'd, I'd suffered with asthma as a kid. And uh, we were playing this game and I was out of breath. And then someone kind of made a break down the side. Uh, and and I, as they, as they kind of made this break, I went to chase after them with everything I had. I, I really, really was struggling to breathe. And I thought, I don't want to let the team down. I started running after this person. I chased them. It was like a 90-meter try. You know, and I couldn't catch them. But I ran the whole way chasing them. And then I just collapsed on the ground afterwards. And I couldn't breathe. I couldn't get air. I got taken to the hospital. And I remember just being so terrified because I couldn't get a breath. I was so worked up. My mind was racing. I was, I was just stressed. And then I finally got the Ventolin and everything I needed to and started to calm down. And I slept that whole afternoon. My body was that exhausted. I just needed to sleep and recuperate. And I wonder how many of us have got our spiritual lives caught up in that kind of place where we are doing it all in our own strength, trying to live out our Christian faith almost without God, trying to live this good life but without the reason to be good, Jesus. And we get ourselves so worked up, so exhausted, you can't get a breath. So your presence in a moment, is only as great as your breath. If you're trying to talk to somebody and you've just done a 20-kilometer run and you are exhausted and you can't breathe and they're trying to ask you to make big decisions on things, you're you're not going to be concentrating. You're not going to be present in the moment. It's the same with us. It's God's power. It's His breath in us. It's His presence in us working in and through us that actually gives our life strength. If we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. I love what it says here. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Where's your life headed? Because it all starts with your heart. I think all of us can do a stock check at times. 
of our heart. Check the health. Just like we go to the doctor to get a checkup, sometimes I think we need to do a checkup with our spirit. Say, God, how's my blood pressure? How's my heartbeat? How's my breathing? Because I've been really stressed lately. Some of those things we need to remind ourselves. Hey, God's in control. God's in charge. I need to guard my heart again. Some things I've allowed to get in. Perhaps this morning is an opportunity to say, you know what? I need to, I need to fix that. I need to go to God with that. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. It's what King David said when he'd messed up and made mistakes. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. It's clean hands, strong heart, that is going to help you be stronger and stronger. So this morning, how's your spiritual blood pressure? How's your spiritual heartbeat? And how's your spiritual breath? Would you stand with me this morning? Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Lord, this morning, I pray for all of us. This is not just be a message this morning that we, we hear, goes in one ear, out the other. But I pray in the midst of this morning, Lord, the Holy Spirit, you would just trigger something in us. To do a checkup in our own heart. To be reminded this morning of what your priorities are. Just like Farlap had a huge heart, Lord, it was an X factor. I pray that we would live with an X factor of a strong heart. There will be people that have a strong life, but it comes from the source of a strong heart. And Lord, where we've faltered and failed, where we've allowed the wrong things to get into our heart, the wrong thoughts that we've meditated on, the, the things that are causing us damage, God, I pray you'd create in us a clean heart today. Renew a right spirit within us. Build the walls strong again, Lord God. Fortify our heart. Guard our hearts this morning, Lord, so that we can be strong live for you Lord God you can take our lives from strength to strength in every way we thank you for it in your mighty name Jesus Amen Amen you know what I'm going to pray a prayer this morning just a prayer of alignment with God a prayer of alignment in relationship with Him And I don't know where you are this morning you may be in church all the time but your heart may have drifted this may be the first time you're in church and it's an opportunity for you to connect with God but this morning Everything we're talking about starts with relationship with Jesus. That's how the health of our heart is maintained, by the relationship we have with Jesus. So this morning, I want to pray this prayer. I'm going to ask you to repeat it after me as we pray this morning. And let's commit our lives to Jesus in, the, in His precious name. So, Lord Jesus, this morning I give you my heart. I choose to serve you. For my sins and mistakes, I'm sorry. I receive your forgiveness. Help me to live each day for you and to serve you only. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The greatest decision you can ever make, the most important thing in your life is your relationship with Jesus, keeping your heart pure and your heart strong. Come on, let's worship as we finish this morning.